Alright guys, what's up? I'm back. Seems like a lifetime since the last episode. We had Steve Bear on, and that was just last Monday. Crazy. Um, I wanted to thank all the people that came out to our Plimside jam yesterday. Uh, Plimside is just a DIY spot. Just skateboarders started buying bags of concrete and building ramps in a tennis court that wasn't being used. And uh, they built some epic ramps. And uh, there's definitely some cracks and st some stuff that needs to be fixed. But, I mean, the jam yesterday was insane. So many people showed up. All you guys fucking ripped it. All the people donated money. We definitely raised enough money to, to fix some of the cracks and build another ramp and add on and just make it even better so we can keep these jams going. Uh, yeah, so thank you, everyone. Ramsey, Goonan, Solstice for kicking in prizes. All I need, obviously. We kicked in what we could, and uh, it was an awesome day. And Jared Pimentel was there killing it. Uh, everybody. It was awesome. So thank you. Yeah, and I also wanted to talk about AIN life. Uh, today was an awesome day. I went around with my homie Manny, who's creating this with me. And uh, we went to New Bedford, where I grew up. And we got all types of cool shots for the intro. Um, it's coming soon, man. We're working on it. We're creating it. First episode is almost done, and we're going to put some trailers out soon. Super hyped to share it with you guys. It's got pole dancing in it. It's got the sensory deprivation tank, the float tank. It's got skateboarding with me and Westgate and all the other homies. Um, we got all different. Manny's got so many cameras. Uh, the quality is going to be sick. It's coming soon. Hype to drop it on you. I'll definitely announce it on the podcast when we have a date. Also, I want to thank everyone on social media. Everyone that helped me get a response from Tony. That was so cool, man. He said that he, he's down and possibly next Wednesday. So we're just trying to figure out. We're scheduling to figure out when we can get some time and talk. Uh, trips me out, dude. I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? Thank you. You guys made it happen. The listeners did. You guys did it all for real. And last but not least, today's guest is the one and only Danny Supa, East Coast legendary skateboarder. I grew up watching him skate and idolizing the man. His switch skills are uncanny, for real. Um, we have awesome talk, man. We speak all about, you know, 9-11. He was in the city when that happened. Describes it in detail. We talk about ladyboys. <laughs> uh, you can learn what those are if you don't already know. And he tells me a Harold Hunter story that is, <laughs> I've been telling people it had me rolling, dude. So, today's episode is a fucking epic one. Yo, thank you for listening. I love you guys. This, this is, is the Shetland Show. Show. Whatever you do, you have one thing that's unique. You have the ability. To make up. And when things get tough, this is what you should do. Microphone check, one, two, one, two. Microphone check, one, two, one, two. I hope they get it. I'm sick of explaining history. I'm rolling with a circle of winners. We claim the victories. Yeah, come on. It's about to be the realest shit you ever heard. You're in a transitional world right now. Yeah, it's just basically going for it, you know. Sometimes you don't know, think about getting hurt or slamming, but you know it happens. It's skateboarding. You know, it happens game, every day. Yeah. People are worried about skateboarding and the state of the industry. Yeah. The truth is, we are the industry. Yeah. Skateboarders are the industry. Experience, I guess, just because there's like I've never seen like that many skaters in one place. Just like it's like we take over the streets. All right, where are you? Where are you at right now? I'm at 181st Street in Amsterdam, the new skate park uptown in Washington Heights. Wow, that... Give me a twirl. Twirl me around so I could see it. I hadn't even seen it yet. Let me, uh... 
Oh, oh, yeah, look at that pyramid and that little nipple thing. <laughs> I've been all over that pyramid. That thing is sick. The fucking the little titty right there. Yeah, that thing looks buttery. Go down. That's the first section. Here's the second one over here. More bricks. A little street orientated. Yeah, we got the hubba, huh? What up? <laughs> Damn, that, that place looks good. I like the brick look, too. Yeah, and there's like the underground section over here. You can skate when the um when it's nice and raining and shit. So that's kind of stays dry. Damn! How lo wow! Look at those rails! What the heck? <laughs> some rails, some graffiti. Hey, you see that? It's kind of dark. What? Yeah, look at that. That shit is sick, right? Yeah, look at the gap. The bank to bank looks buttery as hell. Yeah, hell yeah. There's like a little bank to wall down there. Another little like mogul titty thing, and then. Some like ledge, uh, bank to ledge. That is sick, man. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's just, I'm gonna already hit record, so, uh, we'll just start it off. This is the Shetler Show. Today's guest is Danny Supa. What up, Danny? <laughs> what up, Anthony? <laughs> hey, look, I wanna start it off now that, now that you're showing me the skate park. Like, how do you feel about New York having all these skate parks? I know, like, when you were skating it back in the day, they didn't really have nothing, huh? Man, it's beautiful. Fucking ten years ago, there wasn't any of this shit, so, like, so good right now like we, we didn't grow up with anything except for the brooklyn banks so we would just fucking skate around like the city and now we got all these parts it's funny because as soon as i moved to cali all this shit popped up and i was like <laughs> wow really you fucking asshole that's how that works oh, it's good <laughs> can you hear me good yeah i can hear you it sounds good man nice i can always yeah, i just got the headphone in so it's like pretty chill that's right man how, how so how long have you been living in the city this time? When did you move back? Well, I moved back in uh, 2012. Fucking about, yeah, about three years now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Damn, it's cool that there's so many people out skating right now. Uh, yeah, it's fucking beautiful outside, man. That's awesome. I'm gonna, hey, I'm so. Later. So, on my podcast, I like to jump around a bit, but I kind of want to start. Um, I like the like the noises. It's awesome. I want to start at the beginning, man. Where did you grow up? I grew up in the Bronx, New York, and um, my parents split, and then I uh, moved to Florida for like two years with my dad and sister. And that's actually where I started skating out in Florida. We used to skate rashes and shit, like Billy Lane and a bunch of other people. Yeah, what up? Sorry. <laughs> get it, get it. <laughs> what up, fellas? Say to the homies. Yeah. What up? What up? Hell yeah! Good to see you guys up here. Whoa, that quarter pipe looks amazing. I love that they added like the yeah, fake bricks. Sick. Should have so tight. So yeah, I grew up like skating in New York, Florida, and fucking SD because I, I moved to San Diego when I was 16. Damn. So where'd so, you get kind your? Kind of all over the place. Did you get your first board in Florida though? Yes, I did. I got it at a surf shop called Water Spot. It was a Nada Scottish. Ah, sick. Fuck yeah. I had, like, some little Smith stick saw blade wheels, purple ventures. I didn't know shit about skating. The dude was just like, don't get the board wet. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but it's because uh, one of my good friends came out to visit me from Jersey. And fucking, this, like, I just grabbed this board and started skating. And, like, I don't know what happened, but I did, like, a rail slide on a parking block and... After that, I was hooked, and as soon as he left, I was like, Dad, you gotta get me a fucking skateboard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he fucking bought me one, so. That's so tight. 
That was about, what, 25 years ago? So. Holy shit, you've been skating for that long? I yeah, got since like... since 11.89. Damn, yeah, I, be, I got, I think, 18, maybe 17 or 18. But damn, about a quarter, quarter of a century is a fucking trophy right there. Good for you, man. Right, <laughs> nice, good times. How do you... can't stop. How do you go from uh? How do you go from uh getting your first board and like, I guess lead me into sponsorship, man. That's my next question usually. Well, I started in Florida and then um stayed out there for like two years in Ocala. I came back to New York and um started skating around the city like with Vinnie Ponte and a bunch of people and I would just hang out like like down in the Lower East Side in Manhattan and um. Mike Hernandez and Ryan Hickey from Zoo would give me boards. Because, like, I guess I skated around the right people, and I was just busting out. So Ryan was like, yo, fucking, you need a board from the Supreme. And um, but from there, I just started getting boards. And then next thing you know, they were like, need another board, come to Zoo. And then <laughs> fucking started, like, skating for those dudes. But um, actually, before that, I skated for a company called Dead End from Vinnie Rapper. No like, shit. He, Frank Gerwer, Vinnie Ponte, and Javier Nunez. Yes, all six. That was, like, shortly lived, and then, um, yeah, yeah, I would skate, um, upstate, like, Rockland and stuff. I was, like, like 12 or 13 when I met Vinnie Ponte and Rafa and these dudes. Yeah, Vinnie Rafa. Vinnie Rafa is the man, dude. Everyone knows about Vinny. <laughs> yeah, Vinny's the fucking homie. Forever. <laughs> um, so, like, he, he would actually, like, drive us to, like, contests out in Philly like that. That one street contest back in the days when Reason and all these dudes were around. Yep. It was pretty sick. Like, Ricky. Shred for Mike. I think I saw him at Shred for Mike back in the day. Yeah, hell yeah. Hey, did you ride for Tree Fort? Yeah, Tree Fort. It was because um, I was on Zoo for a while, and I was kind of sick of not getting paid. And then um, Vinny, like, had quit by that time. And he was like, yo, come out, Troy. You know, Troy from KO. Like, which is now KO, like, Expedition was actually supposed to be a clothing company. Oh, shit. And then, um, yeah, he's like, yo, come out, these guys will pay you, fucking. So I went out there, like, visited Troy and Vinny, and then, like, Troy, like, seen me skate, and he's like, he's on him. <laughs> From there, I, like, just, like, told my mom, I think I'm going to stay here for a little bit. So I stayed in fucking Cali for, like, almost a year when I was 16. I just, like, just kind of hung out, skated for them for a little while, and then that went under, and I went back to Zoo. Yeah. And got got back on. When you first got on Zoo York, was it like it was owned by skate? It was Zoo York. It was owned by skateboarders and stuff. Yes, Rodney, Eli, and Adam all skated. So sick. So, yeah, because like I mean, when I rode for Zoo, it was Mark Echo. You know what I mean? And when I grew up, yeah, yeah, I've been like, watching. Um, I went back I and like, like uh, that's your part from uh, the mixtape, dude, and uh, it was so raw. I really liked that you had Method Man and Ghostface like mixed in in between. Yeah, skate. yeah that was. Because these guys, like Eli and these dudes, would hang out at the Stretch Armstrong show on 89.9. And um, I think they did it out of Columbia University, I'm not sure. And they had all the hidden mixes from when they would go there and freestyle. And like those dudes were actually reading from the paper when they were writing that shit. And then it ended up on a song. That's and I was just like pretty, you know, just psyched to fucking have a part, period. So. Yeah. It was good. It was a good time. That video, that video to me is like... um. I don't know, it just got me so hyped on East Coast skateboarding. I was, like, just really getting into skateboarding then, and I watched that video, and it just really, really made me want to come skate in New York City, which I'm actually uh, doing Sunday. Yeah. 
I'm coming to see. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, Sunday. We're going to go cruise the city. Hopefully it's Yeah, I got to get your number. We're going to be skating the city, too, so uh, I'll be around. Hell yeah. Um, I'm... I want to kind of get into uh, moving forward a bit. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, who are you riding for right now? Um, Boulevard Skateboards, OJ Wheels, and Bones Bearings. Yeah, Rob, Rob G. Who else is on the team? Well, Rob and Danny um, run it, along with Jason Maxwell, Shit. Jose Perea, Rodrigo Peterson. Woo! We got a Brazilian motherfuckers, Thiago and Carlos, Damn. Nate Fantasia. Jeremy Murray, um, Danny Saranzini. Yeah, Danny's so good at skating. got some fucking ill dudes. Yeah. Uh, I think we have more people. I just, like, fucking all Space. fucked up with fucking, yeah, working so much. We had to do, like, a little bit of overtime today and shit. I Which work, like, full time Monday through Friday. What do you do? I'm a technician at this company, and we build... These life-saving machines for the MTA, and uh, they're called help points. That you, they're like emergency call boxes, pretty much. So you can like get info or like press the, the info button and get like to where you're going, or you can press the red button where the emergency. So if someone falls in the tracks or someone's getting fucked up in the train, they'll like it notifies that booth that's in the train station, and then they can call the cops or whoever, and you know. Damn, that's so, pretty so sick. We, like, do like soldering and wiring and all that shit, like a little bit of everything, so it's pretty chill. My friend Adrian from Rockstar Bearing took me up with the job. That's so, right. That's yeah, right. Lucky to have friends with skating, even though I didn't go to school for any of this shit. I'm like going to work with all these dudes that went to college and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's cool. I work with a bunch of skaters. He has like a handful of skaters. I ride for Rockstar over there. and it's It's been good. I've been there about a year now. Damn. It's pretty chill. How do you learn, how do you go learning that stuff? Is it kind of like someone trains you and you just kind of pick it up as you go? Yeah, pretty much. We got dudes that run the place and they train us like as we go and fucking, it was actually like pretty easy, you know, like it's just learning how to solder and shit. You just gotta have steady hands and like wiring. They give you pretty much directions and you just gotta follow them and do it right because if you don't do it right then the shit doesn't run. And it doesn't work. So, uh, yeah, and that's yeah, that's something you need you to work. That's something you need to work when you have it. You're like, hey, yeah, it's yeah. a device, oh, yeah. device, you know? Do you yeah, have, it's good, it's good. Do you have a family? Um, I have my sister and brother-in-law and two nieces upstate New York in Rockland County. Oh. My mother lives in Thailand. I am currently single at the moment. Um, <laughs> just for all the ladies. around, skating and working, yeah. For all the ladies out there. All the ladies, <laughs> all my lady listeners, there's nah, probably yeah, like just, one. I don't even have time for that shit. I'm just like skating and working and trying to like get my shit back together because, um, you know, like I'm not out there as much as I'd like to be. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you know, just trying to get back into skating and stuff. I've been skating a lot and I just need to film more and shoot some photos here and there. Kind of hard during the winter because, like, Six I've been working so much, and I don't have any time to go to Cali. And like, as soon as I get some time, I'm just skating in New York. Shit. Yeah, it's been pretty chill. It's really nice out. So this weekend might be it. I just started getting back out in the streets because the whole yeah, yeah. the whole winter you're like stuck in a skate park, you know, just like training. Yeah, to, tell to me about it. Like, yeah, you know. <laughs> and then you go, and there's like fucking kids everywhere, and like everyone's going, and you don't even like have that much fun but I mean it is fun it's just like 
Wait, Long Johnson trying to skate doesn't really cut it. <laughs> it takes so much. It takes so long to warm up, man. For the people listening yeah. from Cali, it's a brutal thing, man. But I started getting yeah, out. Man. If you ever want to come up to Boston or Providence, you're more than welcome, dude. We got so many oh, yeah. spots. Have you so down? We went to Philly for like uh, for the day. Me and my friend Akira and Ricardo and our other boy Jordan from uh, Switzerland. Hell yeah! Just for the day, and it was pretty chill. It actually was like really nice out. That's right. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Other than that, we're like hitting my bad parts and shit. Yeah, Philly's like a really sick place to skate too. It's crazy where we live. We live that park looks so fun. Now I ain't gonna front. <laughs> Dude, it's so sick. I fucking have so much fun here. Like we, it's like literally like ten blocks away from where I'm living now. Damn, that's nice. So yeah, it's good. Because to skate in to, to skate in New York City can be brutal. Like after a while, skating down those streets, like everything gets beat. You can't like. Yeah, I'm, the streets are a lot, a lot rougher. Yeah. It used to be. <laughs> yeah. Especially after winter, you get a whole fucking new landscape, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking... Like, the, the hills we used to bomb uptown, we have to actually push down them now, unless we have a cruiser board, because they're so fucked from the weather. Damn. When I first... Yeah. <laughs> when I first came into the city, Steve Rodriguez would just leave me in the dust, pushing it through the city. And I was like oh, a little he kid. Pushes, yeah. <laughs> I was a little kid. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't even know how the city was laid out. And that dude, I'd have to keep up. It was so brutal. <laughs> it's pretty rad. You would just see him randomly as I was like growing up skating, just by himself pushing dumb past the city. <laughs> and he still does the same shit, so it's pretty sick. Yeah, he's a be- he's a beast, man. Um, I wanted to ask you about Thailand. Have you actually been there and seen where your family came from? Yeah, yeah. My um, my dad's from Bangkok, like the city. My mom's from up north. In Chiang Mai. Yep. And actually, when uh, I was born in New York, in the Bronx, and um, my my parents had to make money for me and my uh, sister to live here and for us to have a good life, so they sent me and my sister back to live with my aunt. So I lived there for three years when I was super young. What? And um, we used to like read and write it. I can still speak Thai, but yeah, lived there for about three years and came back when I was still pretty young. And um. Ever since then, I've been back probably like three or four times, and we actually went on some, like a, a skateboard match trip with like Ben Colin, Rob G, Toya, Joey Pepper, and um, yeah. Yeah, I haven't been back like probably like three or four years, but my mother's um been, uh, she's a retired nurse from the Bronx, and she's been living there for like over 10 years now. And, uh, wow. Yeah, we've been skating there. It's got all kinds of spots, like perfect spots, rough spots. Yeah. And it's like, it's so fucking chill there. Hey, did you say your mom's a retired nurse from the Bronx? Yeah, she used to, like, have two jobs, like, at two different hospitals. Damn. And fucking, I would just skip school and fucking go to Flush Meadows and meet up with Rodney Torres and a bunch of people. <laughs> and, like, yeah, she retired around, like, I think, 65, I guess. I guess maybe, it's... Maybe, maybe younger. It's probably safe to say she's a tough woman, dude. For real. Yeah, hell yeah, she fucking definitely looked out for us and did a lot of hard work and, you know, fucking days as well, so. I want to talk about, Sorry. I want to talk about you getting a pro board, man, like, I was trying to figure out a way to word it, like, maybe, yeah, no. yeah I, could you explain it to me, like, how you came up, how you got your board that moment? I know that's, like, a big deal if you work towards it, to me it was a big deal, so. No, it was awesome, because I, I would just, like. Being an am, I, you would just put in as much work as possible, take photos and film and film and film, and then finally, like around 2001, I uh, I turned pro for Zoo, and like, and I was so happy to just have my name on a board, like 
when I started skating, I never thought about turning pro. I was just having so much fun. Yeah. I was too scared to like go up to any pros and shit. And then finally having a board was like a dream come true. And I think I was about like 20, 21 when that happened. Damn, that's awesome. So yeah, like I, I was skating for them around like I guess 17 years old, 18. Yeah. When I first started, and then like yeah, it just. Damn, that's pretty fast. You, you must have been off the grind. That's pretty damn fast. <laughs> Good well, I don't know. Like, thinking about Colin McKay and these dudes, they, they were like pro at 16. <laughs> I guess Canadians are fucking super good. <laughs> I don't know. They are. I had George yeah, Huffart yeah. on my podcast. Jordan Huffart came on my podcast. He's Canadian. And I told him I told him on that. I was like, damn, every Canadian is so fucking good. And they're really nice, yeah. too. Since yeah, hell yeah. Um, I wanted to yeah, ask like you, around 21. What, what was your first graphic? It was actually, I'm from the Bronx, but it was a fucking picture of the Brooklyn Bridge. It was black and white. That Danny Soup with just a black and white fucking board, and it had a, the Brooklyn Bridge in the middle. And that was pretty much it. it was like, <laughs> I like think overcast I remember. New York sky. And it, yeah, it's like some photo. I, I forgot who took it, but yeah. That's right, man. I, I just remember my first board, and then like, um,. I always, I always used to love New York. I mean, I skated for him. So growing up in Massachusetts and skating around, watching you guys in videos and stuff, like tripped me out, man. I love all that, like uh, the way that stuff looks. Um, oh yeah. Like the scenery in New York. I love hip hop too. Are you big into hip hop? Always, man. I fucking grew up listening to Nas and Wu Tang and yes. fucking, you know, Mob Deep and all that shit. Yeah. Fucking Biggie, like. Jamie the Damager, Gangstar, like, Group Home, fucking Little Dap. Yeah, hell yeah. Fucking, um, all those fuckers. Did you, do you ever get in any trouble living in New York City and coming up there? Yeah, we used to get in trouble all the time. <laughs> you know, skating kind of keeps you out of trouble and gets you in the trouble, too. I would just, like, get busted for smoking weed or whatever stupid little shit I got. Arrested once and spent a weekend in jail for hitting a cab driver in the face with my skateboard. But yeah. I was actually like trying to cross the street with my ex-girlfriend Erica from California, and she had like this walking cast on. And um, we were trying to cross the street, and we were, it was busy in Midtown. This guy was like revving his engine, and I was like, "Yo, fuck you!" And then finally, we just like started walking down the street. I was like, "All right, let's just cross somewhere else." And I was so pissed off that I had my boy with me, and I, I like dented his, his um, his trunk, and I thought he took off, and I just started walking down. This was like at 42nd and 5th, and the next thing you know, like I hear, "Hey, look out!" And then my girlfriend turns around, "Hey, look out!" And I, and I turn around, this dude's like fucking big Indian dude, like six foot something, running towards me, cab parked like fucking a car's length away with the fare in there. Jeez. fucking running towards me and I'm like I, I don't know what to do like what do I do so I fucking I couldn't just hit him with my fist so I, I had my board I hit him with the grip page side like in the face and like his ass <laughs> fell off he got scraped I turned around to fucking check on my girl I was like yo you're right and then like next thing you know he grabbed me by my fleece and wouldn't let go of me and he probably could have fucked me up because I couldn't like get out of it yeah and by that time like the security guard came out and cops came up and um they arrested me because they're like, oh, you know, it's like you, you hit him with a deadly weapon, you're bored, so we have to take you in. If we, you would hit him with your fist, then we can let you go. <laughs> but Did yeah, so I ended yeah. up just like doing an anger management class and paying for his glasses. But that was about it. Damn, that's, I'm glad that worked out. <laughs> like then, that. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been worse than that, for sure. 
Yeah, yeah, it was good. Like, it, I, he didn't get fucked up too bad. He was just a little dazed, and then, like, he grabbed me, and I was like, I have nowhere to fucking go. Sometimes sometimes when you're out in the city, dude, people get crazy. I had a dude with me, uh, I had a dude coming at me the other day. Like, he wanted me to shake his hand, and I'm like, I'm not shaking your hand, man. Like, you just, he threw this camera out into the middle of the street. Like, no one knew who this dude was, and he just yeah. rolled up to us, and he got all sketchy and started mouthing off, and, like, he was a massive dude. But, uh, it's crazy. I didn't want to shake his hand. I was like, I'm not shaking your hand, dude. You just got all violent. You're acting crazy. Like, I'm not shaking your hand. Just leave us alone, you know? Like, I don't... Yeah. I wonder if the kids out there know, like, uh, a lot of kids out there... Where was there. that at? Was that here? No, that was, uh, Boston. Yeah, yeah. Because you're from that area, right? Yeah, Boston's got... Yeah, ba- yeah, Boston's got some assholes in it, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing when you skate a city. It's like real life. There's so many different people that come together... And it's just like everyone clashes from time to time, and you know you got to be yeah. careful when you go into the city. <laughs> yeah, they don't have too much love for the New Yorkers. I fucking um, well, that, not, like the people we knew were always chill, but I remember wearing a Yankees hat, and all I hear is like some dude from across the street, like Yankees go home. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're still gonna you're gonna Sorry, hear that man. all day. They're yeah. gonna be like, fuck you. That was funny. I don't even like watch baseball, but yeah, that shit is like so hilarious. I was like, damn, fucking, they got some heart out there. They got they got pride up here for the sports, man. I, yeah, for crazy. sure. We're actually opening up a they're opening up a skate park in Boston too. It's like it's supposed oh, to be nice. yeah, like two million dollar park or something ridiculous like that. So yeah, no way. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be worth coming to check out. I'm pretty hyped like, on that idea because the skate park's right where the duck boats. You know those duck boats where it's like goes from land to water. Library. Like, by the library, manual pads, or... Yeah, the, well, there's, like, these boats in Boston that drive around, and then they go from the land into the water, and they do, like, tours around the city. I think they have them in Chicago and stuff, too. It's okay, like, and that's like, where the skate park's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be right where the boats go into the water, and so every little kid is gonna go by on the duck boat, and they're just gonna no see this massive way. skate park. And I imagine they all want boards, right? I hope. <laughs> so it's gonna be, like, right in the city, pretty much. Yeah, right under the bridge in the middle yeah. of the city. It's going to be insane. Oh, yeah, shit. I remember coming out there a lot, a lot. I would stay for like two... Um, and hanging out with Vinny when he was going out, out to BU out there and stuff. Hell yeah. And like Robbie Gantemi and Jamal. Like I met all those dudes. Fucking Mark Anderson and a bunch of other people. Maximus, like skating fucking turtles. Yeah, you, you like, skating turtles? all over Boston. Yeah, we used to skate there back in the days. Fucking like... When Robbie and Vinny were ollie and a kick flipping over the fucking pipe and all that shit. Yeah. I never got to skate there, but I just seen, like... Yeah, footage. man. Yeah. That was very yeah, we'd be there back in the days, and, like, Vinny would just fucking leave me at his house, and, like, he'd go off to college, and then I'd just sit there and, like, meet up with whoever, and just, when he got back, we'd skate and shit, and, like, we would just skate all over the place. Yeah, that's Boston's beautiful, and there's even more spots now. You know, after every winter, it gets new spots, so it's like, you got to come yeah, up again. Yeah. We'd love to have you, for sure, man. I would love to go out there. I'm definitely going to make it out there this summer. So, I, know, I wanted, nice. didn't you, did you skate for Converse? Yeah, for uh, for a good minute. Um, it was me, Kenny, Felix, Shani, Jerry Fowler, Joel Meinholz. Damn. I think some other people, too, but they, they like... It was crazy because we all had shoes or like Kenny and Felix had shoes and Shani. And then I was on the verge of getting a shoe. We like made it up and my name was on and everything. We had samples. 
and then fucking like after the one trade show they canned it because like like North Face or some crazy company bought them out. Oh, they yeah. just deaded the whole skate program, so I never got a sue in the Kenny's. Like all those shoes got taken away, and I was without a sponsor for like three months. Damn. And then fucking Robbie Jefferson Stussy was like, "Hey, I got some friends in Portland. They're trying to redo like the Nike program." Like that's kind of like how that started. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm down." And I didn't really think it was gonna happen. And then like three months later, he like was like, "All right, like you guys are flying to Boston. I mean, to Boston, fucking Portland, Portland. with Gino, Richie, and Reese." And we yeah. were the first four dudes, and like next thing you know, we're getting like Jordan ones and these four-year contracts, like all this money and. It was pretty fucking sick when it happened. Yo, being from New York, you're probably so high. I feel like New York, yeah. like Nike and that whole thing, that's like sick for sure. Yeah, I guess it was Nike a great said. time. Like, <laughs> I went, like, we've been, like, so many places. I've, I've been so many places because of skateboarding and because of Nike. So, like, it was, it was a great time when I was on them. Where, where are some of the places you've been? Just ramble off a couple. Like, best, best cities, Fuck. craziest like, countries. Um, Panama, Bogota, fucking Barcelona, obviously, like, Australia, Japan, like, all over Japan, fucking China, Shenzhen, you know, all crazy fucking places, what else? Russia. Damn, Russia, what? Red, Red, Red Bull took us to Russia, we went, um, Austria, Germany, all over Europe, like, France, fucking, never been to Switzerland, I think. Never been to Sweden. We went to Finland. Just like uh, fucking a lot of places. Like, is it crazy to think back that? Back Thailand. Yeah. It's crazy to think that skateboarding was like the thing that took you to all these places. Like, it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. it's trippy, I right? Never thought of it because like they're paying you to skate, then giving you free shit on top of that, and then you got to fucking go around everywhere with your friends and just party and skate and you know like just have a lot of fun meet new people eat food and eat eat all kinds of new food and just yeah it was like i, I like rode that boat for a long time and like never had a real job yeah yeah until yeah. now <laughs> no i got one too i got a job too i'm not playing yeah oh yeah that's <laughs> I gotta make that money yeah for real 8 30 to 5 i work i work at screen printing embroidery place and they actually make um the opposite of what your place makes they make yeah. they make these big belts that go on like machine guns to kill people. <laughs> hey, what up? How you doing? <laughs> you snuck up. I saw him. Back up. <laughs> um, yeah, my my work. They actually make like these like fabric belts that go in like guns, like machine guns to kill people. So they do like the opposite. Oh wow. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> well, some people got to get hurt, too. Yeah, I, I guess <laughs> the there's, bad ones. there's profit on both sides. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that as long as they're assholes. I kind of wanted, wanted, wanted to ask you about, uh, like, because you said you were on Nike when they first, like, one of the first times they came into skating, right? Yeah. I kind of want to ask you just about your view on the industry, like, from where you came in the beginning to where, where it's at now. Like, how do you see it? What do you see that's going on with everything? I mean, we started with, like, four people, and fucking everyone was super against Nike. I mean, there's a lot of people that aren't with it still, but um, they had, like, actual skateboarders run fucking shit at Nike, and that was really good. And, like, we started with four people, now there's, like, mad people, you know, like, 13, 15 people, or whatever. But I think it's going in a great direction, because a lot, there's a lot more money in it now, like, 
with skating and like you can enter a fucking street league contest and make a hundred G's like right there. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, before it was like twenty, thirty thousand or whatever the fuck it was. And now it's just like it's pretty amazing like where skateboarding is gone because everyone just like jumped on the bandwagon and was like doing it and fucking I don't know. I mean, it's like good and bad because it, it makes like people think that that's all that skateboarding is is like street league and like X Games and shit. So you get the the regular asshole like, oh, do you go to X Games? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, once, but <laughs> but I think it's good because like a lot of you know it gives skaters a chance to like make a lot of money and do positive shit for the community. Yeah, like make skate parks and teach lessons and everything and. I think it, I think it's going in a great direction. Yeah, I'm kind of like I've been right now. I feel like skating's in like such a rad spot because there's all different types of people skating, and it's like there's all different genres of skating. Like I, I feel like it kind of got crazy for a minute, like where it was just like um, elitist and kind of dockish. But right now, I feel like everyone's yeah. loosened up, and it's like I don't know, everyone's invited, which is fucking tight. I, I yeah, it's yeah, fun. it's fucking sick. I think the problem, the beef with Nike and shit like that is when people, like, when it's too one-sided, you know, like, um, yeah. if all the wealth is concentrated in one part or someone has one control of the industry, like, advertising yeah. dollars, you know what I mean? Like, back in the day, it was like you had to advertise for magazines, yeah. and, like, now you can have, your, you can put all your stuff out there on YouTube, Instagram, podcasts, like, you can promote yourself. I like that side of yeah. thing. What's going on right now? It's dope. I mean, I, I know they're making like millions of dollars off of us and shit, but if it wasn't for them, some skaters wouldn't be getting paid, but they're getting paid. So like, yeah, you can like dog like people can dog like Nike and all that other like Adidas and all those crazy corporate sponsors, but like you know, like those guys are fucking buying houses and like making a living. So the the one with. The the one thing that they got to do is just contribute to skating. You know what I mean? Like um, yeah, and they do. They build skate parks everywhere. Fucking yeah, it's, it's sick. Yeah, like, that's why there's got to be a healthy balance. That's fucking awesome. Cause if we yeah. if we were all like so core that it's like no Nike, no whatever, then it's like that's just as fucked up as the other way around. Yeah, it's for skateboarding like, for everybody. <laughs> from what I heard in the past, like a lot of skate shops stayed in business because of fucking like those fucking shoes and shit. Yeah. Like, the dunks and stuff. I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know, like, I, I hate to say it, but yeah, they, they like, kept a lot of shops open. And, I th- um, yeah, I think it's it's good, you know. It's a little bad or whatever, but whatever. Like, I think I think pay. it just depends on where you're sitting on the conversation, you know what I mean? Like, if yeah, you're... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it yeah. depends on... you. Everyone plays their own card, which makes sense, you know what yeah. I mean? You play the cards you're dealt, so... But I, I I think what happened for a little bit was it was too heavy. But now I feel like skating's getting liberated. All these small brands, it's like a counterbalance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you go yeah. too heavy with anything, Danny, and the the opposite's gonna oppose to be that force. You know? So as long yeah, as they're yeah. both sides, you know, I just would hate that if uh, for anyone to be relevant in skateboarding, they'd have to go to street league or they'd have to ride for Nike. That sucks if it's like yeah. put in a box I mean, like obviously. that. I'd rather have, like, skater-owned companies, like, make it and, like, you know, like, there, there are skater-owned companies that make millions of dollars, too, like, yeah. you know, and all that stuff. But, yeah, it's it's sick for, like, both ends, you know, to, like, make money and stuff. So, I, I, I support both ends of the fucking, both ends of skateboarding yeah. on that point. A hell, it's got to be a healthy mix. It's fine. That's, that's, I feel it's in a, in a good spot right now, for sure. Yeah, hell yeah. That's right. So, um, what was going to ask you? Oh, I was going to ask you about, um... Thailand. I wanted to go back to Thailand for a second. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, do they really have a lot of lady boys there? I saw a documentary and they were talking about lady boys. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of them and they're kind of nasty and they look <laughs> like fucking chicks. And what is it? What is it? There's a lot of that. They get their fucking sex chains and shit. There's mad hookers and lady boys and you gotta watch out for like mad diseases. Damn. Red light districts and all that shit. It's just like Thailand's always known for like a lot of gay people, you know, like in certain areas and just, yeah. you know, more than other countries i guess <laughs> it's always been like that yeah that's crazy that's crazy is it legal is prostitution legal out there i am not sure it, it pretty much like is in a way yeah because they fucking they still do it and like you know there's like big fat dudes rolling around with these little ass thai girls and like it's just like normal you know like yeah they fucking pay money and shit and fucking it's kind of like disgusting but it's it, like it happens and you know like it works yeah they, they just like they they stay doing that shit <laughs> it's funny it's funny because i i talk about this one with like i've talked about prostitution being legal with other people on my podcast and um i feel like if yeah. it's like healthy and and like there's it's safe you know if they regulate it like i don't see why it should be a problem you know, I don't know. yeah yeah i mean yeah it's like kind of nasty but they it's like it's been going on for years and it still goes on so like what about like other places yeah yeah i mean thai's not thailand's not the only place for sure and and it's like it is what it is um but the lady boys always trip me out because i'm like i don't really (laughs) i don't understand what it is exactly is it a it's a man that wants to be a woman right it's basically just like a gay dude that fucking yeah wants to be a fucking lady and they Whatever, cut off whatever parts. And, uh, I don't know, like, like create vaginas and shit. And maybe some of them have both parts, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's just like I've kind of just been ashamed of that because you know, like I mean, there's nothing wrong with gay people, but fucking yeah, it's, there's a lot of that shit in Thailand. Yeah, it's some wild stuff. Um, were you in the city for nine eleven? Yes, I was. I was actually in the Bronx of town and um sleeping and um actually my ex from california called me it was like earlier over there she's like turn the tv on there's some shit going on and i turned it on and like the fucking one building was already like fucked up and then i watched on tv the the second plane hit fuck and um i was like damn what the fuck you know i was trying to call all my friends and shit that lived down there and like everything the trains the phone lines were fucked up and um I actually have some friends like Dave Ortiz that was going over the bridge at the moment in Brooklyn and he saw all these people running back on the bridge and he's like, what the fuck is going on? And he saw that second plane hit live. Fuck. And, th- and so I went out in the Bronx, like outside of my apartment building and you could see Manhattan like over the river from there and you could see all the smoke and shit. And I went down in the next couple of days, and it was just like mad soot and all that shit in the air. Yeah. And it just smelled like death, and like it was crazy. There was like white like fog in the air from all the like the the building stuff and like burning shit. People committing suicide because they're like, you know, husbands and wives were like, you know, in the. And my friend actually like his his dad delivered for Pepe's farm. Yeah. They were supposed to make a delivery that day, and they like they never went. Thank thankfully, you know, and um, we we knew some people that worked in the building, but luckily they they were safe. But a lot of people were like fucked up. And yeah. You couldn't that... like turn on your air conditioner or anything because all that shit would just blow into the fucking house. 
Damn. But we were like walking around with those like SARS masks and shit. Did your your heart like even like I wasn't that close, but when I saw that happen, it was like I I mean it's so eerie. My heart dropped. I'm like you don't know what to think of it. Like it was fucking very surreal. Like I don't think we've ever yeah. had, we never had nothing like that happen was, in our life. Yeah, it's like changed New York forever. Like fucking just like a, it was crazy when it happened. Like a lot a lot of New Yorkers were like a lot nicer to each other because all that shit had happened and like it kind of brought everyone together. But it was just like. A really fucking sad day, obviously, and yeah, it's just like a big part of the New York side. Like, there was a a lot of skate spots in the World Trade Center that we actually used to like skate, like we grew up skating and shit. It's gone. Yeah, now they're all gone. But uh, yeah, shit, shit was pretty like devastating, and it was like shit out of a movie. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I felt like I was watching like Independence Day, <laughs> and I'm sure it was like much crazier for the people that actually lived around there. Yeah, yeah. It, it like it was down by like under First Street, and it blew all the way up to Midtown, like all the fucking smoke and everything, and you could see that shit everywhere. So it was yeah. really bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking gnarly. All right, we're gonna jump around. I like to go from from intense to to yeah, yeah. a light question right now. Best. All right. What's the best pizza spot in New York City? Well, it used to be um Ray's Pizza that was. On Prince Street, around the corner from Supreme, but they, they moved. So right now, I'm, I'm not really sure, actually. Like, <laughs> damn, it's open. You're gonna have to go and start. You gotta find yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had some great pizza over at Philly Ponte's, which is Vinny Ponte's family's restaurant. Hell yeah. They had all kinds of shit, but yeah, it, it's like it's not a pizzeria. It's like a big, huge restaurant, like where the Yankees would go and eat when they won and stuff. There's like World Series trophies and shit there. Boo, go Boston, um, Boston. I think this is a place. <laughs> there's some place called Rosario's. No, no, no. There's a place called Rosario's that's around the corner from Epstein's and the Fish. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of pizza that's just like good in New York, you know. But the one place that I do miss was Ray's Pizza, and they they had like Ray's restaurant right next to each other. Yeah. And we would go there, and they had these ill tomato and garlic slices with the white cheese, and we would get that all the time um, yeah that's that, good that was the best pizza yeah um I was gonna ask you how did you meet how'd you meet Vinny I met him I think in Jersey skating around cause I lived in Rockland County like upstate New York which was on the border of Jersey yep and I met him and a bunch of people from Jersey and we started skating together like me and um, my friend Eugene and my other friends Mario from from Rockland and yeah fucking we would just like skate around like Montvale, um, Lodi, all, all these places around Jersey, and we started hanging out a lot. And he would like pick me up from from New York, and we'd go skate the city, or we'd drive up to Newburgh, which is his old skate park. Hell yeah! And um, yeah, we just we just met through like different skaters. I, I don't remember meeting him like the first time, but like we we just met through like like friends, like through skateboarding. Yeah. And we just started hanging out ever since I was like, I guess I met him when I was like 12. I feel like, I feel like Vinny's like a larger than life personality too. Like he, everything I see is always oh, yeah. like real funny and fun. <laughs> yeah, he's always, he's like fucking always got some story to tell and shit. Fucking like, definitely like grew up like with some like good parents. Like they, they're like, they come from like, like pretty wealthy like family and um. He just, he's, like, really, like, super down-to-earth and nice and was always, like, looking out for us. 
Hell yeah. All that shit, like, kind of, like, you know, like, we, we drive to the city and skate together and pick up, like, mad people in this fucking Astro van and just, like, skate around with, like, Harold and everybody, like, yeah. just piling all these motherfuckers and we'd skate Midtown all night and day. Sick. And yeah, yeah, like, I just, I just met him through, like, a bunch of skaters. What and, about... Like, ever since then, we've just been chilling. What about Harold, man? What, you got any Harold stories? Anything, uh... Uh, nothing really PG. Fucking everything's <laughs> kind of like crazy and revealing, but there's there's some fucking good stories. Let me try and pick one. I definitely knew that was gonna come up. <laughs> I know I have to. I wouldn't be doing my list no, yeah, yeah. justice. Oh, there's so many stories. Well, bro, hold on. For, oh, you got yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. Are Go you ahead. ready? Yeah. Like so, like on tour, we every fucking place we go to. Harold would be like, I'm getting ass tonight, no matter where the fuck it was. <laughs> so we were, we're in, like, North Carolina, no matter if it was, like, a 15-year-old lady or, like, a fucking 18-year-old girl or some shit at a demo. And we were in North Carolina, we, like, um, we pull up to the hotel, it's dead, you know, and then, like, I'm chilling in the fucking room with Jared and Harold. This is when Jared first got on Zoo. Hell yeah. And so we're just chilling, like, people are, like, going to sleep to, like, go to the bar later and shit, like, bang, and everyone, RB was there. And, um, so we're hanging out in the room, and this old lady knocks on the door, and she's, like, sweatpants, like, gray hair, she's, like, 50, 60-something, <laughs> and she's, like, hey, is, uh, is Jim here? And, and Harold just plays along, and he's, like, no, you went out to get some beers, <laughs> and fucking, I started cracking up laughing, and then she came in and just, he, he, no, actually, like, yeah, yeah, he was, like, yeah, no, he, he went out to get some beers. He'll be back. Do you want to come in and wait for him? And I don't know if she was just trying to get some, like, young dick or what. But fucking, <laughs> she, she walked in and Hal started hanging out with her. And then me and Sarah, we both left the room. We're like, we're telling her, we're like, yo, fucking, this old lady's chilling there with Harold. And next thing you know, we, we told everyone. And then we all went back into the room. We, we like, peeked in and Harold's like, Fucking this old lady already. She's they're both butt naked <laughs> and fucking. It's like someone's grandmother. Like, he's like yelling. He's like, say you like that black dick. Say it. And she's like, I like that black dick. And then he's like, say you like that naked dick. <laughs> and she's like, I like that naked dick. And he's just like, and we're just like, oh my god. And we all walk in, and she's just like still going and doesn't even like notice we walked in. We like walked in like popping beers and all this shit. <laughs> And we were like, fucking was that? We're like, yeah, you're next, buddy. Like, you, you're gonna go get her, right? <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty much one of the crazy times. Like, no matter where we were, like, Harold's like, yo, I'm getting ass tonight. I don't give a fuck. Like, and he would, he would do it. Like, <laughs> we were in fucking North Carolina and it was like 10, 10 o'clock at night and he's like getting ass with so poor lady. <laughs> Did he just and talk? Like, would he just talk? Like, I never got to meet him. Would he just talk to everybody? I feel like that. Yeah, he was just super nice to kids, to like other skaters, you know. Fucking, he was just a real super chill dude and like mad cool and shit. And yeah. he's like, just had all this character and shit. And I mean, when he died, like a big part of New York died, I think, because he was just so fucking like, he was like a big, great, big part of New York and like just, you know, the epitome of what New York was. Like, yeah. Project dude, fucking grew up skating, like, got into movies and modeling and all that shit. So rad. Fucking so rad. Yeah, he was like, 
fucking one of the best dudes ever, for sure. <laughs> uh, all right, um, damn, you just made me so stoked. That whole story, that was fucking amazing. Um, was Zared, when, when Zared first got on Zoo, was he a little punk? I feel like I, Zared was, he was a little punk. He was like this head. little fucking badass with, like, cut-off fucking sleeves on his yeah. T-shirt. <laughs> Smoking Marlboro Reds. I think he was, like, 15 years old. Jeff, I think Jeff scouted him out and put him on. And next thing you know, all right, fellas, I'll see you through. Danny, yo, yo, come through on Saturday. What's Saturday? Right. Saturday? Hi, work. Yeah, Eugene has your number and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Come through on Saturday. I'll be here like three o'clock. All right, so let's Yeah, barbecue and skating. Let's do it. I'm down. Oh, nice, nice. Fuck yeah, good shit. I think. Yo, Mike, Mike, you're definitely confusing a lot of people when you say, like, like, I thought you said pool for a second. Cooler, like, you're going to skate a cooler. No, no, no. <laughs> That'd be tight. Cooler, check it, dude. It's got, like, a... I took, like, a table cooler and I built a ledge on it. Nice. So you can, like, put... It's got beers and... It's got, like, and some coping on it. Spot. Yeah. And I put beers and skateboarding. I like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking awesome. That's a good way to do it. This is my homie, Anthony. <laughs> Yo, what up, Anthony? What's up, man? Yo, Check it. It's like a... Oh, nice. It's an igloo cooler. What? With angle iron on it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, right? That's fucking pretty sick. Hell yeah. Yeah, something like an angle on top of it. We'll fucking throw it set, dude. All right, yeah. Oh, it's out here. Yeah, it's All right, Saturday, cool. man. I'm All right, cool. Let's do it like right there. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, man. I'm around. Bring the beer. Damn, that's sick. Beautiful. <laughs> sick. Nice. I guess I got plans for Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Sorry, where were we at? I, 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 we were talking about Zared, but I wanted to say you yeah. kinda, your laugh kind of reminds me of Susky's laugh a little bit. He's got like the same <laughs> laugh almost. Sick. Um, oh yeah, Susky's the He's the fucking man. I had him on the podcast too. He, he is really cool, man. It's awesome oh, to nice. catch up with him. Um, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, we were talking about how Zared, I knew he was a little punk. I know he fucking shredded, don't get me wrong. He was, he was just like a little badass smoking Marlboro Red standing against the wall like... And would just kill everything and, like, skated, like, whatever was in front of him and just annihilated shit. Like, ever since we got on, like, we, we became boys and, you know, like, we chilled a lot. He came, stayed at my house in Midtown and then um, he'd come out to Cali and shit and I'd, like, we visited him out there and, like, Hell yeah. Rhode Island, all those places and shit. Yeah, Zared, Zared, talked, Zared talked about on his episode about how you guys had a big influence on him coming up and skating and everything, yeah. so... I want. I wanted to know who gave him the cornrows. That's what I asked him. <laughs> I actually don't know who gave him the cornrows. He he like got it done. He was like, oh shit, he's got fucking cornrows now. It was probably somewhere in New York, I guess. That's Maybe it. one of Harold's like chicks in the project. <laughs> yeah, I forgot he had cornrows doing like. Rodeo flips and all yeah. and shit. Dude, Zared, Zared was like a yeah. natural. Like, when I first met him, he was doing no-footer, like, 360s over spines and shit. And it was just like, oh, yeah. kid's so amazing at skateboarding. And it, it's rad to see where he's at now and to see how far he's taken it. It's insane. Yeah, he's for sure one of my favorite skaters. If not, like, like my favorite skater. Like, Hell yeah. Definitely top five fucking old dude. Yeah. It skate switch like he's skating regular pretty much. Well, that that's what I was kind of leading into, man. I think you were a huge influence <laughs> on the switch skating, man, because you, <laughs> you. That's one thing. Being a Maybe, kid, yeah. <laughs> being a kid watching just videos, not really knowing you guys. 
Like, it was like, yeah. damn, Danny Super can do anything. Switch. Switch Pop Shove It, Switch Grind, Switch Five O's, yeah. all everything, like, so prop. Sorry for the fan out moment, but I like, I like to give people the pop. Hell yeah. So tight, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I actually, like, I would watch Salmon a guy and, like, yes. be amazed that, like, the switch backside 180s on flat and switch Ollie and over fire hydrants. Yeah. And I, I remember I used to try to imitate Salmon and do, like, switch backside 180s and just do fucking, just start skating like him. And actually, for an hour every day after our session, me and Vinny would skate switch for the last hour. Damn. <laughs> and, like, Vinny was doing switch shape loops before I had him and... And so I just got psyched. I never, like, got into pushing switch, but I just, like, pushed Mongo. Yeah. It just felt better. But, yeah, like, it, it was, like, like, a big part of... I was just psyched because it was, like, just relearning skating the other way. So. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, and I think my right foot was stronger so I could, like, switch Ollie higher than I could regularly. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's tight. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it, oh, we, were, we were so hyped to have Zared on the team, and he was just, like... You know, fucking such an ill skater and such, like, a a kind person, like, just super, like, real, you know, and, like, yeah. down to earth and just, like, not, nothing, like, fake about him. Yeah, man. So, I, um... Yeah, continue, man. Yeah, continue, too. Have a good yeah, one. So cool. Oh, yeah. Hey, you, you, you skate there a lot? Yeah, like, all the time. Like, after work, I'll come here for a little bit and the lights actually turn on and they're, um... They're on until about 11 or relation times. Damn, that's... So as soon as it gets dark, yeah, it fucking starts happening and shit. That's and it's like stadium lights, too. Like, I don't know if you can see them, but you see that light right yeah, there? Yeah, like those are legit. 20 of those, and it gets so fucking bright. It's insane, yeah. That's so rad, man. Fucking cool. Yeah, it's. I was, I'm only asking because everyone seems to say hi to you or goodbye to you or whatever. It's cool. Oh, uh, no, yeah. We're, we're here all the time, and, like, fucking we all skate together and shit all the, like... The little uptown homies and stuff. Yeah, it's like it's a good vibe. Everyone just like shreds and hangs out here. Where do you go? Do you go to Supreme? What shop? Where are you going lately? Um, I we kind of stopped going to Supreme like a while ago. Fucking. Um, I I go to Terminal Skate Shop uptown. Sick. My friend Eugene runs it out of his house. Pretty That's much, it's, it's pretty sick. Like he he started that shop like years ago before there were any shops up here. So, like, the kids could, like, come and get, like, grip tape at, like, 9, 10 o'clock at night or whatever, <laughs> or 9 o'clock in the morning if they wanted, as long as he was home. And now there's, like, a bunch of shops up here. I mean, we still go to Supreme randomly, just, you know, check out some some, some of the homies that still work there and shit. Yeah. But it's, like, a lot, like, for, like, the new school kids now. Like, you see all the young kids rocking Supreme and shit. Yeah. But um, we go to the uh, Labor Skate Shop over by LES Park. Hell yeah, I've been to Labor. That's a sick spot. Yeah, labor. Fucking my friend JP just opened up Alumni, which is the shirt I have on now. It's up in Rockland County in Nyack, where um, next to where my sister lives. Sick. Oh, oh the lights are turning on. Damn. Yeah. It's gonna be like super bright in a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, um, terminal up here. There's a couple other shops that opened up, and um, yeah, I basically just go there pretty much and get my grip tape and shit, get get all my boards sent there. That's right, yeah. man. Are you, I wanted to ask you if you're working on a video part. That's kind of something that I'd be hyped to see. <laughs> well, with, um, with, uh, you there? Came on. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. You paused me. Yeah, no, no, um, is, is it going now? Yeah, you're okay, good right? now. So are you working yeah, on no, a video it, part? It was, 
I'm actually, I'm, I'm starting to try and film more shit now. I just, like, with, with working and stuff, like, I need to, like, make money and support myself. So I've just been doing that. And then the winter's just been fucked. So, like, actually, we, I filmed my first trick in a while in Philly, just, mm. like, the past couple weekends. And I'm, I'm just working on filming stuff. I don't know if I'm going to come out with a part, but, I, like, I, I would love to just, um. Yeah. So I'm just going to start filming and stuff with, um some people and just try to like you know put some shit out there yeah you're you're right yeah. in the mecca you're right in the mecca dude so just take a saturday or a sunday and just try to stack a clip yeah. each if you get one a weekend you'll have yeah. a part in no time dude and some weekends you'll get more you know so yeah. just, and that's that's basically what i'm trying to do since it's nicer out now and like yeah just i'm just, I'm gonna try and film more and stuff because i've been like skating a bunch and i just been in the parks a lot but i need to get back in the streets a lot more yeah i would like been doing and that's the plan so yeah hey please do because it'll be it'll be uh very much respected by me i would love to watch another danny super oh, part yeah. dude like for real oh, that yeah. that like that would make me hyped um i've been doing the same thing <laughs> i just like got my crew of dudes that skate and i bring out some young dudes and we'll just go to like boston or providence on the weekends we'll pick like yeah. saturday or sunday and we'll try to hit up like two or three like awesome spots and just like everyone help each other film and just like just however we got to get it yeah, done. Yeah. Oh, and it, it's uh i think video yeah. parts video parts are so crucial man like like we were saying earlier in the podcast danny we were talking about you know we don't i, I was saying i don't want it to be just you know contest like the way that yeah, happens yeah. The way that happens is if people that love like street skating don't film street parts. You know what I mean? We have to film yeah. it. It's important. New York. I definitely plan on getting more footage and like footage in New York and everything. So yeah. definitely look out for some shit coming out. Hell yeah! I just I just plan on filming. Period. Just getting my ass back out there. You know, because it's been a while since I've actually dropped anything. So like I just I, I just want people to know that I've been skating. I just haven't been filming, which is just like I just I need to get back out fucking in front of the camera so that's that's the plan hell yeah um i want to how i kind of wrap it up because i know the lights are coming on and i'm sure you want to get going or roll around um, yeah yeah it's all good <laughs> how i usually wrap it up is like uh if people want to reach out to you or anything you want to plug by all means man Just follow me on instagram super 718 ny that's s-u-p-a 718 ny all together and um that's pretty much how i get my shit out there and um yeah just look out for like boulevard stuff you know like on the website hell yeah like we're, we're gonna be filming like some shit soon maybe like a little promo video and stuff hang on brothers and sisters liberation is near it's almost time